The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to the Z-Ball Podcast and week three of the Scorching Six Picks. Recording this once again on a Thursday night in Southern California. Joining me once again, we got Rebound. What up, Rebound? What's up, Z-Ball? How's it going? Pretty good. We had a somewhat exciting Thursday night game. My condolences to all those who had uh, Steelers in a teaser. I, I re- really feel for you guys. Really bad beat there at the end with uh, that fumble recovery at the end on on the backward pass or something so it's a really bad beat so my condolences go out to all the people who had Steelers in the teaser but nonetheless uh the Steelers fall to the Browns 29 to 17 let's just get into the week three slate rebound we got an exciting slate and let's start with game number one we got at AFC East Divisional Battle, we got Miami at home, 2-0, hosting the 2-0 Buffalo Bills. The Bills are laying 5.5. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. Obviously, Miami coming off a crazy comeback win, 2-0 balled out versus Baltimore. Crazy win, and I don't think anyone thought they would come back. And Tyree, the, the trio, Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddell, and Tua had a really big game, I think, combination of six touchdowns. And that was that was pretty much their team. And then Buffalo coming off a blowout. They blew out Tennessee on Monday night. I think it was 41-7, to to excuse me. And then I think Buffalo is just the team here. And I think, uh, I, I think overall they're the better team. But I'm going to ride with Buffalo. Like I said, I've been big on Miami the whole season. But Buffalo is the... The, the favorite to win the Super Bowl, and Josh Allen is the favorite for the MVP. And there's a reason for that. So I'm going to roll with the Bills there. The defense is much better than the Ravens. Uh, even I know Obama got overpaid, but he's bringing that leadership to the team. And I think they're going to have Gabriel Davis back, so or Gabe Davis, and I think, I think Bills won by 10 points. All right, for sure, yeah. Uh, game time temperatures call for 86 degrees. Possibility of some rain, lightning maybe. Uh, we'll see what happens with that. But that's really my only kind of reservation here in this game, kind of the weather, the humidity, the kind of somewhat elevated temperatures in Miami. But other than that, I think the bill should roll once again. Uh, Miami... Obviously, excellent comeback, like you mentioned uh, last week in Baltimore at M&T Bank Stadium, now coming back home. Uh, I think they'll keep it close, but I think the Bills will pull away. So I'm going to agree with you as well. I like a big game from Diggs, Davis, uh, Josh Allen for sure. And I I think uh, the Bills defense has some big plays as well defensively. So I'll agree with you. I'll swallow the five and a half with Buffalo. I think they'll win 31-21. 
Game number two, we got New England at home hosting the Baltimore Ravens. Baltimore giving three points. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, this is going to be a really good one. We obviously got New England coming off a 17-14 win. Uh, that They covered that last week, the two-and-a-half for Steelers. And then we got, obviously, as I just mentioned, Baltimore coming off a terrible loss. You know, blew the lead. And this game, all signs point to Baltimore here. The only concern is Lamar being hurt. And he was holding, wearing the shoulders, sleeve on his shoulder in practice. So that's the only concern. But all signs point to Baltimore here. New England's D is not that good. And their, their offense is just very dry besides the run game. And besides Jacoby Myers, I really didn't see anyone get the ball last week. And besides, the only the only concern I have is it, it's in Foxborough. That's the only thing. But I know, I know the public's heavy on Baltimore, and I'm going to roll with the public here. I'm going to swallow the point, the three and take the Ravens there. All right, yeah, I'm going to have to agree as well. I'm going to swallow the three as well with Baltimore on the road. I think uh, the Ravens' defense, I think, is going to bounce back in this one after really blowing it last week versus Miami at home. And I think they're going to have a much better game here. And then the offense is going to do what they usually do. A lot of run run, uh, run plays from Jackson and all their other running backs. And then sprinkles and passes to Mark Andrews and some of their receivers. And I think uh, they're going to win by at least a touchdown here. So I'll say 28-20 to 20 Baltimore in this one. I'll swallow the three points. Game number three, we got NFC East Divisional Battle. We got Washington at home, 1-1, hosting the red-hot 2-0 Philadelphia Eagles. Eagles are laying 6.5 in Washington in this one. What do you think? Yeah, this is going to be a really good game. I think the Commanders are playing a lot better than I thought they would, even though they are coming off a loss to the Lions. Their defense is really bad, but their offense is clicking. John... Wide receiver Jahan Dotson is playing very well. Gibson is playing really good with Robinson not playing. Obviously, you got Terry McLaren. Carson Wentz is stepping up, and that's the way it's, it's going so far. And then Eagles look really good. A lot of people are already picking them to go to the Super Bowl, and that's the way everything's going to be. And then I don't know what to say, but this is a really tough one. Eagles are definitely the better all-around team. But I, what I would, I, I'm going to take the Commanders plus six and a half, and I would recommend buying half a point to anyone who's going to bet this game. It's always good to buy that half point and take it at seven, but I still would take six and a half. Okay, for sure. Yeah, this is a divisional battle. I think Eagles obviously looked uh, excellent on Monday night versus um, Minnesota at home. Darius Slay looked uh, awesome uh, defending uh, Justin Jefferson. I think they picked off Kirk Cousins three times. Maybe, yeah, I think it was three times. And they just looked superb defensively and offensively. Jalen Hurts running all over the place. Uh, zone read, RPOs, all that stuff in there. And just tearing up the the Vikings defense, excuse me. But in this one, I think it's a rivalry game. Um, in Washington, I think Washington's going to keep it close. So I'm going to agree with you on this one, Rebound. I, I like the home dog getting six and a half. But I, I like the Eagles probably outright to win a close one. So 
take the six and a half with Washington at home, but I'll say the Eagles win 24-21. Game number four, we move into the late window of games. We got a NFC West divisional battle. We got Arizona at home hosting the one and one Rams. Rams are a three and a half point favorite. What do you think? Yeah, this is another interesting one. I mean, the Rams were blowing out the Falcons last week. It was like 28-3 to at one point. And then the Falcons just came back. And the Cardinals, it was the exact opposite. They were just getting beaten down by the Raiders, and they came back and won. And this game, I don't know why this spread is so low. Something just tells me something is up because the Cardinals have very limited receiving options. Rondell Moore is out. DeAndre Hopkins obviously out on suspension. They only pretty much Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz is all they got. And this game, uh, I don't know which way to go, but I, I'm going to roll with the, the, the Rams, even though they, they, have, they haven't covered either of their first two games. But I'm going to roll with the Rams. This, this is a toss-up. Wouldn't be surprised if the Cardinals went out right, but I'm going to roll with the Rams here. Yeah, this is another rivalry game. Historically, in his career as a coach of the Rams, uh, Sean McVay usually dominates this rivalry. I think the Cardinals got him in SoFi last year. Uh, they beat him pretty badly. Uh, Cardinals last week, obviously, we saw the excellent comeback that they had. I think they were down 23 nothing, if I'm not mistaken. And then they ended up uh, getting into overtime and winning on a fumble recovery, fumble recovery touchdown. Uh, off Hunter Renfro. So, and obviously the Rams, like you mentioned, they almost blew it to the Falcons. They sealed the game with a Jalen Ramsey interception late and were able to pull it out, uh, escape, and get their first win of the season. But uh, on the road here, I think they'll be a little more focused and first road game of the season. And I, I just think they'll bounce back and have a better all-around performance. And the, see, we saw in the first game they only played well in the first half versus Buffalo. Then they got blown out. And then in this one versus the Falcons, they played good for three quarters. Then they had that dismal fourth quarter and let the Falcons almost back into it. They had, a, I think there was a host of things that kind of reminded me of all the host of things that happened to them in the divisional round versus Tampa last season in the playoffs kind of like a fumble, block field goal, stuff like that. So just a little things that kind of dominoed and kind of let the, the Falcons back into the game. So I think they'll be cleaner in this game, and I think they'll play entire four quarters in this one. And I like Stafford Cup to have a big game. I think their run game will get it going a little bit with Henderson and Akers, and I think that will really help them kind of like uh, balance it out. And then obviously we know what their, their big names can do on defense with Ramsey, Aaron Donald, Bobby Wagner, so I think they're going to ball out all the way around, and I'm going to swallow the three and a half with you, agree with you for the fourth game in a row rebound. I think they're going to win this one 30-23. Game number five, we got a exciting battle. Fox game of the week, we got your Green Bay Packers rebound on the road in Tampa. Tampa is 2-0. and Your Green Bay Packers are 1-1. and We got a pick em line here. What do you think? Wow, damn, it dropped all the way down to a pick em. That's big because they opened at two. Obviously, Brady has owned Rodgers throughout the years. He's 3-1. And, and this game, I don't know what it's going to come down to because pretty much 
Leonard Fournette is questionable. That will be huge if he's out. And then all receivers from both teams pretty much did not practice today. Obviously, we got the Mike Evans suspension, who did, who's out. Chris Godwin did not practice. Julio Jones did not practice. So that's three. They did sign Cole Beasley. Is Cole Beasley the best wide receiver in this game? Do they still have Scotty Miller? I don't know, but they're pretty similar, aren't they? Yeah. Beasley. And then maybe Cameron Brait. And then for the Packers, Lazar didn't practice. Sammy Watkins didn't practice. Randall Cobb didn't practice. Christian Watson didn't practice. So this game, I don't know. It's going to come down to, it seems like it's going to come down to uh, the very defense. I mean, we don't want that in this game, but it's going to, that's what it seems like it's going to come down to. We want to see Brady versus Rodgers, but I can't believe it's all the way down to pick them. I don't know. This is a toss-up, but I'm, from an unbiased point, I'm going to go with the Bucks. Okay, yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, a lot of injuries both sides. Uh, bang, definitely banged up Tampa Bay team, and then it, it doesn't get any uh, better for them with, any worse for them than with Evans getting suspended in that uh, brawl last week with New Orleans. And they've leaned on their defense the first two games uh, Tampa has, especially last week against New Orleans. It was 3-3 in the fourth quarter, and then they kind of pulled away a little bit and were able to get some separation and won that game, I think, 19-3, something like that, 17-3, or 17-10, something like that, 20-10. And then for Green Bay, they obviously bounced back from the, the dismal week one performance and had a, a pretty stellar game versus... Uh, the Bears, obviously, they had a great run, uh, performance from Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon. Uh, Rodgers got back on track. Uh, two touchdown passes, no interceptions. And I think in this one, it's going to be something similar to what the teams have been leaning off on offensively so far in the first two games. A lot of run game, a lot of uh, control the clock, pound the ball, and depend on the defense. So I'll I'll agree with you again. Rebound on the for the fifth straight game. Uh, I, I like the Bucks in this one with to win uh, with the even pick 'em line. I think their defense is slightly better and uh, has more continuity right now than the Packers defense. With the Packers bringing back some uh, players from injury l last season, so I like the Bucks defense better. And they're at home, and it might be a humid, muggy type game. So I think. All that points to advantage Bucks, so I think they'll win a close one, and I'll be like a low-scoring one too. I think I'll say thirteen ten Bucks in this one. All right, now let's move on to last game of the week, game number six. It's the Sunday night game in prime time from Empower Field at Mile High in Denver, Colorado. We got the one and one Denver Broncos hosting the one and one San Francisco 49ers. and this is a game that. Rebound and I will be in attendance for live in Denver, Colorado. What do you think for this one, Rebound? Yeah, this is going to be a good game. Obviously, Denver looking really bad and barely squeaking out the win versus the Texans, 1-1. One and, one. and the 49ers obviously looking good. Every, a lot of people, players and from the 49ers and from other teams saying the 49ers are a better team without with Jimmy and not Trey. So I don't know how, how I feel about that, but I kind of agree with it. And I think uh, Brandon Ayuk is going to have a breakout game this game, here this one, because Kittle's going to be back, and D they're going to have focus on Debo too. 
and I think this I think the 49ers won big here. I know it's in Denver, which is a hard place to play at, uh, obviously, and but uh, I think the 49ers won by a touchdown here. I was just telling you we should slam this game. We should hammer it. I won't be hammering it because I don't bet on my team. So, but I, I'm gonna agree with you as well on the the spread. So this is the kind of the first time in a while we've agreed, agreed on all six games. But it should be a fun game that we'll we'll be in attendance for at Mile High. The temperature is for 77 degrees to start the game, so I think it'll get a little chilly as the the game ends maybe like low 60s high 50s something like that but i don't think weather should be a factor obviously elevation like you said is always a factor in denver and mile high so but i think the niners have the speed offensively and i think i'm excited to see what danny gray brings to the mix uh his speed and then along with the speed of Ayuk and debo and then we know uh what kittle can do hopefully he can stay healthy now that he he'll be this will be hopefully his first game of the season. And then for Denver, obviously they've come out a little sluggish to start the season, especially offensively with Russell Wilson, a new coach, Nathaniel Hackett. But we know Javante Williams can run the ball very well. Uh, Melvin Gordon, his backup. And then the Niners, obviously they got, like you said, Jimmy G. Uh, it was really bad to see Trey go down. Obviously, Jimmy G is more familiar with the offense, more continuity. Uh, he brings a quiet sort of confidence, but uh, Trey Lance brought a sort of different dynamic with the, his throws and athleticism. Wish him the best recovery. Hopefully, he gets back next season. But in this one, let's let's uh, I, I see a lot of like offense, and then for. Uh, from the, the Niners, a lot of pre-snap motion, RPO, stuff like that. Get their speed guys going with Samuel Ayuk, Danny Gray. And then I think they're going to lean on their defense as well, which has been really good the first two weeks. And then we know Denver's defense is really good as well. Sertan, Bradley Chubb, DJ Jones, uh, Randy Gregory now. So I think we'll see some good defense on both sides, but I think the Niners will pull away in a close one. I'll say 27-24 Niners in this one, and they move to two and one on the season Alrighty, that'll wrap it up for week three scorching six rebound thank you so much for coming on always a pleasure thank you for having me on everyone good luck and fantasy and betting stay safe have a good one everybody thank you so much for listening hope you enjoy all the week three games and we'll see you guys next week